Status Flow Podcast. I am your host, Chris M. King. I'm very excited about our guest. As you uh, may or may not know, we have changed the podcast. We are now doing live coaching sessions instead of just me pontificating and sharing some case studies and tools and things like that that are useful. You're going to get to hear the tools and everything that we've talked about before used in practical applications. We are doing live coaching sessions on our podcast. If you want to be a guest on our podcast, go to statusflow.net and let us know. Send us an email and say, hey, I want to be on the podcast. I got something I want to disentangle. I have a goal I want to achieve, and I want Chris to work it, uh, work through it with me right there on the podcast, and we will do that. Today is a little bit different. We have Joe. Joe is building his own coaching practice. He's what we call a baby coach. And so, um, and Joe's new to me, got introduced to me from a former client, and I'm really excited because this this is bound to be a little different. I'm going to do my best not to be too advicey or anything because normally we we don't do advice. That's not our job. Uh, our job is to unlock your inner advice that you don't know you have. So, um, but with somebody who is building a coaching practice, I've kind of been there, done that. So I might know a thing or two. And here's the cool thing is anything that um, that I might share with Joe the concepts are what's important. So there's bound to be a lot that even if you're not building a coaching practice or you are not yourself some kind of coach or consultant, you are uh, undoubtedly going to find something very valuable in here, concepts that you can use and tools that you can apply. So let's get into it with Joe. Joe, tell me a little bit about what's going on, where have you been, where you are now, and where do you want to go? Yeah, sounds great, Chris. So yeah, I'm in my coaching business, been doing this for a couple of years now. Um, really went through a couple of different niches and more recently really landed on what I want to be doing. Um, really consistent with my content, putting content out there regularly, but just not, not converting into leads. So like having some conversations, but not getting on phone calls, not getting on discovery calls, getting a lot of great feedback about the content I'm creating, but really looking to create a bigger impact, but also really get more clients. I, I really have only signed one client here in the past month and over the couple of years. Um, so I'm putting a lot out there. I'm connecting with people, but not converting into clients. So I'm really looking to to get more clients and, and get more income so I can get out of the jobs that I'm working and do this more full time. Got it. Okay. So your coaching practice, kind of a side hustle. You're looking to build this out and make it your main thing. Yeah. And this is, you know, you're, you're crazy enough to want to do this for, for a living. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So who do you coach? So my passion is in high performance and in, and really like, optimizing lifestyles in a balanced and harmonious way. So over the years, like I've really went back and forth with niche. And really when I look at what I do well and what I'm most passionate about, it's understanding performance, physical performance, mental performance, nutrition. That's at the core of what I love and what my content's around, what gets engagement, especially the cold plunges. People love the cold plunges. So, but that's like really the content. And that's really what I what I'm most passionate about. So that's really what I want to work with. People that are that want to push that growth edge and really perform at that most optimized level. Got it. Okay. I do the cold plunges. No, I don't love those. I fucking hate those, man. <laughs> and every time I go, I go, why am I doing this again? Oh God, it's so painful. Okay. So, so you have, it sounds like you have an integrated approach, right? You got the mental coaching, you got the physical coaching, you got the nutrition thing. So you're kind of bringing everything together, right? Is that, am I getting that right? Yes. Yeah. I definitely okay. have interest in all those areas. Okay. So I understand what you do. Who do you do this for? 
I, that's a question that I, like, I would say, you know, 25 to 45 year old male or female. Cause really I've, I've, I've worked with both or, and I've, I've had engagement with both, but really 25 to 45, I said, there is on a side note of that. I have a passion for entrepreneurs. Like I had my own construction company and I see myself, I have a lot of interest in, in, business development, business growth. So I see myself working with entrepreneurs, honestly, people who have their own companies, have their own businesses, building their own businesses. So like having the integrated approach for all of it. Um, but that that's pretty much the age range I'm looking at. I don't know if that's not specific enough. No, it's fine. I uh, There are no wrong answers here. Um, I'm curious about the extended pause before you answered. I guess... Uh, I've been dealing with the whole, who am I speaking to? And it's, it always felt like kind of not enough at first I'm a military veteran. So at first it was like, I'm, I'm going to work with veterans. And it just kind of felt like something I was doing just because I was supposed to, because I was a veteran. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of like went like looking around of like, who do I want to talk to? And, and when I landed on like, the high performance kind of niche, I, I, it always felt like it was kind of, I always have this feeling of like, it needs to be more specific, more specific. You see all the, all the content out there seeing it's specific, specific. So I guess I feel like it's not specific enough. And I feel like I need to be niching more and more and more. Um, so I think that's what my pause was. I feel like almost like this guilt of like, everyone says you have to be so specific and talk to this one person. And I don't feel like I am enough. So I guess that's what's where that pause came from. Okay. It sounds right now like as I kind of tune into your energy a little bit here, um, and it makes perfect sense. Like I get where you are. Obviously, I have a coaching practice. I get it. Been there, done that kind of thing. And yeah, building a coaching practice is a bitch. It is not an easy thing. Being a being a coach and building a coaching practice are two very different things. You know, similar to you know, you might be an outstanding lawyer, but owning a law firm is a whole different thing. You know. Um, but what I'm what I'm hearing right now is there's a, there's a very strong orientation. There's a what's the way I want to frame that? Uh, what I'm picking up on is a very uh, outer referenced orientation, and you're trying to figure out who to target, who to get to, who to reach. And most of the time, um, you're you're going to you're going to want to do exactly exactly what you're doing and people are going to tell you that very same thing. Um it doesn't work like that at all for for my organization at this point. It's not about it's it's quite the opposite. It is not about a target demographic. It's not about these people or then these kinds of positions or these, you know, industry verticals or whatever. Um it's a whole different thing. So I'm going to ask you a question that is really tough, particularly for for what we call baby coaches, and I don't mean that in any kind of derogatory way. I just mean somebody earlier on in that in that space. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, we did that in radio too. We the the new DJ we call them baby jocks, right? Um, how do you define or describe is maybe a better word yourself as a coach? I guess that's a challenging question because like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm with my first, first three month client ever in the years of doing this. Um, I haven't worked with many people. So I guess I really 
don't know how to answer that because I haven't really right. done a lot of it. So yeah, See, this, this is where they're going to get jammed up. You don't know who you are as a coach. How is anybody going to hire you? Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can know all the nerdy science stuff. I did. I learned all the brain geek stuff. I got all the high performance stuff. I did all the flow stuff and whatever. But if I don't know who the fuck I am as a coach, I'm not going to be able to connect. You have your first three months client. That's great. How, uh, how much are you charging? 3000 for the three months. Okay. And what's your program structure? How often do you see this person and how long and all that? Yeah. I see him once a week. Okay. Once a week, an hour. Yeah. For an hour. Yep. Okay. And what kind of value is your client getting? So for him specifically, it's really about, um, implementation of more of more structure um, and really understanding where his time's going and really, really reflecting on that and really implementing that in a more intentional way. Um, he's a real estate agent. So he's looking to do some more deals this year, really lo- looking to break some glass ceilings as far as income's going. So like really looking at the habits, patterns and mindsets that have been keeping him under a certain window um, or a certain threshold that he's been looking to get past and then kind of moving through that and holding him accountable through that process has been really what we've been working on. We're, we're on our first month just got completed. So that's really been the uh, the basis of what we've been working on. Okay. Are you aware of the question I just asked you? And are you aware of the answer you just provided? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I believe. What did that. I ask you? Do you remember what I asked you? What, were, okay. what, what, what I'm actually helping him with? I said, what is the value? I said, what is the value he's getting? And you told me what he's doing and what you're working on together. You didn't tell yeah. me the value. So I'm wondering, do you know the value you bring as a coach? I don't. Okay. That's totally okay. I thank you for admitting that. Yeah. I mean, I knew that before I asked the question, but (laughs) I want to see if you were going to tell me. (laughs) Yeah. And I know I have some imposter syndrome stuff still lingering around. Um, So there's, there's still that part of me that's like, am I getting results? Is this having an impact? And we're doing, we've done a payment plan. So like he's made multiple payments. He keeps coming back. He's enjoying the sessions. Like I'm getting positive feedback and there's still parts of me that's like, but really, is it good though? Is the is this resources good enough? Is the workbook good enough? So I definitely have a lot of that, some of that lingering inside of me. Okay. So a couple of big things that are really going to hang you up. And I I don't know, is there a maybe I'll circle back to that. I'm wondering if I can fast track that. Cause if I can, if I can, you know, help you skip four or five years or more, I'm I'm happy to do it. Cause you know, this this organization was the overnight success that took a decade, right? Um So you have got to understand your value and you absolutely need to figure out who you are as a coach. Now that doesn't mean that's who you're going to be as a coach forever. Like I can tell you, I am nothing like when I, what I started as I'm a whole different human. And even in the last two years, if our clients haven't worked with us, you know, any client that hasn't worked with us in the last 12 to 18 months has not worked with us at all. I'm just a whole different thing at this point. And, mm-hmm. um, and the coaches that work for us here have, have also changed. Um, so this will be a, a process of evolution and discovery and evolution and discovery and evolution and discovery. And it goes on forever, near as I can tell. At least I haven't hit a ceiling yet. So What's it like for you when you really connect with somebody 
What is that like for you? Wait, let me ask that a different way. How did you connect with your, with your current client? He came through a third-party website that, um, that promotes me. And he just, he saw my profile and had, had an interest. We, we chatted. Um, and the first call I got some objections and it didn't, didn't, didn't get the client. And then he came back in, still got some money objections, but it was able to move through it. And like I said, we did a payment plan and move forward. Um, mm -hmm. but just, yeah, it really resonated. It came actually through the psychedelic space. It, it was actually a psychedelic platform that I work with because I do integration coaching. So it came okay. through that. So we connected on that. And then, um, and then just like when I started talking about my other, my high performance work, that's where the, the three month program deal came in. Okay. So the psychedelic integration stuff, have you gone through formal training on that? Uh, no, uh, but okay. it is my full-time job. So that's what I do nine to five. I work for a ketamine company doing integration coaching specifically. So that's what I do okay. on a regular okay. basis with clients. Okay, great. So between that and the high performance thing, what's your background in the high performance stuff? Nothing really. The, the background in the high performance is just... Like I said, that's what like I'm just so passionate about reading books like High Performance Habits with Brendan Burchard and just taking my life from five years ago being an alcoholic who, who was overweight, didn't care about anything to completely understanding structure, routine and just like building a life that's just, like you said before, like nothing, a shred of what it was. So really mine comes from just completely altering my life, morning routines discipline mm -hmm. the, the the book so like mine just comes from slowly and methodically changing my life and being like wow this is like amazing how the, the what i've been able to change so it comes mm -hmm. through personal experience for me okay personal experience great you want to connect with these younger business owners and executives am i getting that right the the late 20s to early 40s somewhere is that do i have that right yeah yep okay okay um just as a footnote, a couple of resources, Stephen Kotler's organization, I've done some training and work and collaboration with them. That's the Flow Research Collective. And Stephen, Stephen is my spirit animal. I love that guy. He's just like, it's like, oh my God, I so get this guy because his, his wiring is very similar to mine or mine similar to his, I guess he's older. So, um, but he's written a lot of books. He wrote uh, Art of Impossible. He wrote Bold and Abundance with Peter Diamandis. He wrote uh, The Rise of Superman, which you, you might really like. Um, if you've read the book uh, Flow by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, that is a like a must read for a performance coach. Kotler also wrote Mapping Cloud Nine. Uh, so that'll give you some, that's an easy read and some history. So just some resources there. You also, if, if you're... Um, uh, I also did some some work uh, with um, uh, the uh, Flow Genome Project. That's Jamie Wheel's organization. So there's a lot of resources out there for this kind of stuff. Because I just think you'd nerd out on it like I did. So mm -hmm. uh, Brendan Burchard's good. Jim Quick is good. Uh, you know, all good stuff there. What right now to the best, and this is a tricky one because you, you are so new, you're not going to really know, but um, yeah, I'm just going to say it this way. You, you'll need to discover what your brand is. And let me explain uh, what a branding expert explained brand to me was. Brand is how your clients experience you and your work. So a lot mm -hmm. of people think they know what their brand is, but if they haven't asked their customers or their clients, like, who are we to you? Because that's what your brand really is. So that'll be a process that you want to explore as you meet with clients. And, you know, even ask this one you have, like, how are you experiencing this? You know, and you'll hear any number of things just depending on who the client is, but you sort of get an idea who you are to them. 
What other marketing are you doing? So no, no paid mark or anything. Honestly, it's, it's mostly just my daily content. So every day, at least a post a day, usually a reel every day, I do some longer form. So I, I, I've been doing more recently going live every week, doing longer form. Um, I'm maybe I've, I've recorded some podcasts, but haven't officially released yet, but doing, doing more podcast work, because I really want to chop that up to be able to like repurpose content, but really it's just my content. And then for a while I've been doing, but I get burnt out with this. And this is something that I've been going to, you know, so I've, I've worked with some coaches. I'm actually doing some group work right now where I meet weekly. And one of their things is every day you go into social media, you go into, you know, Ed Milet's account, you go into one of his pictures, you add 200 accounts, whoever follows you, you send the messages. And it's something I just completely just, it's, it's like pulling teeth for me to do that. Like, I love making content. I love putting content out there. It's, it's, I'm, I'm definitely passionate about that cold DMing and just adding a bunch of accounts every day is not something. So I've been trying to do all these different methods, but definitely I, w- I guess hitting a bit of burnout of like not wanting to just send cold DMs. Like I get, I get the A, it works for some people. It's part of their process. No, but no that's, that's a hard no. I mean, just, um, you know, and this <laughs> is a little bit of a, because you, you landed, you know, right in my wheelhouse, right? Um, in terms of your, you know, a young coach building a coach, uh, I should, I don't want to say young because that implies chronology that has nothing to do with anything. Um, in the coaching world, chronology means nothing. Um, but what I mean is you're, you're early on in your coaching career and because I just been there, done that. So there's, there's very little, I think of what I would call real coaching that needs to be happening here in terms of, you know, me extracting from you your own inner wisdom, because I, I'm not hearing anything where you're really jammed up. I mean, you know, we're, I don't know, you know, 15 minutes into a conversation, I'm not hearing anything yet. Normally I would by now. So, and I want to explain that because this is a very different kind of, you know, conversation than, than a coaching process normally would be. So where the real opportunities for you, number one, figure out who you are as a coach. Number two, keep doing the content stuff. I mean, I think that's absolutely necessary because you love the content so much, that's going to tap into that natural energy, right? So, you know, you love this content. I, I'm the same way. I love this shit. I mean, getting me to talk about this is super easy. Getting me to shut up is the challenge, right? <laughs> so so when somebody says, hey, Chris, do you want to come do this, you know, speaking engagement? I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> like I got to slow down before I say yes, because I'm going to say yes before I think it through. Uh, make sure it's a fit understand who your client really is like who do you love my my coaching um really took off when i connected with the clients that i was like i want to see that i here's my selfish part i don't like it wasn't even about the money it was oh my god this person's doing something so cool i want to see that happen in the world i mean i was mm. selfish in that regard like i don't give a fuck. I just want to see what that person's doing. I want to see that shit happen because that's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and that is your client, right? Um, the th- I, I can tell you that the thing that doesn't work is that getting grabby kind of energy. I'm trying to get from you to take from you. I'm trying to get you to be my client. I don't do that. If I have to, if I have to get you to be my client, you're not my fucking client. Yeah, it's just that simple. If you are not like, oh my god, this is the guy, I'm not your client. Uh, you're not my client, right? So this is why I say it's so important you understand 
who you are as a coach. And for somebody listening to this, I mean, this is this is all reversible intel and information, right? When you're seeking a coach, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're seeking a coach, listen to this shit. You, your coach has got to know who they are, right? They got to know what they're about. They got to know, uh, you know, even their own their own shadows and dark sides. And you know, the best coaches have coaches. Um, so if you don't have one, then get one, right? <laughs> uh, because it 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 will make a difference. It'll make your coaching that much better. Um, so let's explore this for a second, because uh, I, I will flip this into more of a coaching call at this point. Um, who do you want to be as a coach? Hmm. Who do I want to be? Like, let's say you're just this rocking coach. You're five years down the road. And what are you doing for these people? Who are they? And what's the value you bring? Like, who are you to them? I really, let's see. I think all about optimization. Optimization is the word that comes up for me. So like really helping, like, so let's say we're going into business owners, like helping them optimize their time, helping them optimize their life decisions so that they can have that work-life balance be happy, be fulfilled, be joyful, and not sacrifice one for the other. You know, I, when I think of high performance, I think of outer success, but also inner success and having great relationships with their families, with their loved ones, with their selves, with their passions. So being that person like, holy shit, like I'm overwhelmed. I've been hustling. I've been growing this thing, but I'm not happy at home or I'm not happy with this. I don't know how to navigate my time. I don't know how to structure my time. And that, I'm the one that could come in and really help them gain that understanding of like where their time's going, where these sources of unhappiness are coming from and what the tools that they can implement to bring back that harmonious lifestyle. So like, that's really, you know, what I envision optimize in a harmonious lifestyle. Like that's really where I see myself having my passion and like, really my my area of expertise okay so let's say somebody just recorded that testimonial for you and said joe optimized my life and and gave me all that stuff what's that worth hmm. i don't know it's, it's worth a lot right see <laughs> this, this is what i'm talking about <laughs> right what is that worth you know, I had a client say to me after a six month engagement, he said, everything I achieve from this moment forward, buying a house, getting married, having a kid, all of it has your fingerprints on it, Chris. Thank you. That's priceless. Mm -hmm. like that, that's, there's no value on that, right? I had another client that said, you, you gave me myself back. Like you gave me back to myself. Like, how cool is that? Mm. Right? So if you're playing in that space, the value is immeasurable. And you're going to have to get out of that playing small framework. That Because the you mentioned earlier the imposter syndrome thing. This is not going to work for you. Like, I'd rather come off a little bit arrogant, and this is just personal, right? I, I'd rather come off a little bit arrogant and cocky than a little bit insecure, right? Um, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna make the mistake one way or the other, yeah, you know. And it's 
And what I recognize is that none of this is about me anyway. It, it's what comes through me. It's the work that's coming through me. So I know it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. um, so my ego is not in the way here. You know, on the rare occasion that somebody reaches out to us and they decide not to hire us, which doesn't happen very often simply because if you're reaching out to us, you're probably our client, right? Just because there's an energy fit. It's, it's all about energy. Ultimately, I haven't gone down this road yet, but ultimately it all boils down to energy. But if somebody, on the, on the occasion that somebody says, you know what, now's just not the right time or whatever, I shake my head. I don't feel bad for me. I feel bad for them. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you're not, you're going to keep on the same hamster wheel for, okay, well, okay, I get it. Now's not the right time. That's fine. But to, to shut down such an incredible opportunity, I didn't lose anything, right? The client, the potential client did. Yeah. And, you know, that to somebody that sound might, might sound tremendously arrogant or something. But it's not. It's just I know the value of this work. It's not even my value, right? It's the value of this work yeah. because I've seen what it does. So that's what you need to, I, I think, your opportunity here over the next um, few months or even a couple of years is to really understand the value that you bring test it, right? Figure it out. It's not like I'm trying to bring an extra. It's just, what is the value that I bring right now? Mm -hmm. You know, how do I appropriately, appropriately charge for that? I will tell you, I think you're charging too low. Mm -hmm. I mean, 250 a session is, it's pretty low. Um, and again, that's because you don't know your own value and you're justifying that. My guess would be, you're saying, well, I haven't been coaching that long. So I'm going to justify this price by saying that, but it's all oriented around. I don't know my value. Yeah, makes sense. The client that you have right now, uh, how long have you been working with him? A month, roughly a month. One month. And so you've seen him four times. Here's what I'm going to do. At month, no, that's not true. Hang on. When this client, when you wrap up with this client at the end of three months, um, I would love to talk to them if they're open to it uh, about you and about your coaching, um, I want to know what, what you did for them and the value. I want to ask about any content or anything like that. I mean, you know, coaching is an exclusive relationship. I want to know, you know, how did this person experience you as a coach? Uh, how do they feel about the value that you brought? And, um, and if it makes sense and if I, and if I think it's a fit, maybe I can support you. Maybe I can bring you on staff here and kind of get the wheels churning for you because the coaches that work for us, it's, it's, it's just a part-time thing. You can work as much or as little as you want, frankly. So, um, but if you're a fit for somebody that walks through our door, you know, our job is to make sure the client gets the right coach whether mm -hmm. it's myself or whether it's, and, and I don't do much one-on-one -on -one anymore, but if it's Anna, if it's Avi, if it's uh, Cindy, uh, if, if it's Carly, it's just like, who's the right fit? Um, you and Avi have a little bit of overlap, but you know, Avi's not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You're not everybody's cup of tea. So maybe he's like, I don't really like Avi, didn't really feel right. But all of a sudden Joe's like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. That's where you're going to get traction. 
And if I can support you in growing your business, um, you know, the whole idea was to build a platform that coaches can work here part-time and, and build their thing. Um, then I'd be happy to do that. Sounds great. You know, I'm at a point where I'm ready to do it, right? Like it's, I've been putting so much effort into lead generation and getting leads, but like at the end of the day, I would talk about this, this imposter syndrome that's, that's coming from the fact that I'm not coaching, you know, no, the, um, the imposter syndrome has got to go. Um, ah, uh, see, there I go with that again. Hang on. Um, which is significantly less than when I start. When I started, that imposter syndrome was enormous. Over the past few years of inner work that I've been doing, results right. that I have, you know, I've worked with some people on shorter terms and my con just, I've had some short terms and then also the work I do on in the regular, like I'm running groups, I'm getting feedback. It's like, how many times it have to be said, but there's just like this little part of me that's like, what, like you said, like, what's, what's really your value though? Like there's still that right. just little bit that doesn't understand the value that I really do have even though i've seen the impact that i've made right okay so who are you as a coach is something that you'll discover and develop over time uh who you coach will evolve and change you know over time as well but this imposter syndrome thing this shit needs to stop immediately so it what my invitation to you is whether you work with another coach or whatever whatever you need to do priority one is fix this because mm -hmm. it's going to sink you. If anybody, I mean, it's like you walk in the door with imposter syndrome as a coach, people can smell it as if you stepped in dog shit on the way in the office, right? I mean, it just, they, everything is energy, right? Mm -hmm. So your priority right now is figure out where does this come from? What do I need to do to realign it to really connect with a truth? You know, it's like, for me, it's not like, an, oh, do your daily affirmations. It just That just sets off my bullshit detector and irritates me. If, if affirmations work for you, great. They don't work for me. It's not my jam. Um, but you got to fix the imposter syndrome thing. Um, because right now you're still supporting it, frankly. Mm -hmm. You know, he was like, oh, here's the proof that I'm not quite there and all these things, right? Yeah. Um, so that that's that's got to be really high on your list. In my in my opinion, and as somebody who's been there, done that. Um, what else? There was something else hanging out there. Hang on, let me see if it comes back. Hmm. Oh, I know what it was. The um, the getting thing. That's the other. That's the other frequency that's going to fuck you up. Yeah. It is really if if you're trying to get from somebody they can feel it, right? I'm trying to get leads. I'm trying to get clients. I'm trying to get this, that getty, grabby, needy thing. No, will you go out with me, huh, please? No, that dude never got a date, right? So <laughs> it's, it's the person that knows, I got this. I know what I have here. And, and I am offering it to you because I fucking love you. I think you are so cool. I mean, and, and my pricing model has actually changed around this. Um, we actually don't have a formal pricing structure anymore um, because it's not about the money. It's about what it means to the client and the traction that they get, mm -hmm. right? So it's all about, this is what I'm offering you. What do I have to do to let me give this to you, you know, for, you know, $5,000 a month, for $3,000 a month, for whatever, like, what do I need to do? Because you're so cool and I love you so much and I want to see whatever you're doing in the world. Like, that's so cool. What do I have to do to get you to let me coach you? I've got this amazing thing for you, right? 
but it's all about what you can do for them, not what you can get from them. Yeah. But you are never going to be able to offer them something cool if you don't know how cool it is. Mm -hmm. And that's where the imposter syndrome and the value thing and all those things come together. So makes sense. So that's your work over the next however long it takes. Fix the imposter syndrome thing. It's not serving you and it's not serving them. Yep. Makes sense. What questions do you have? Yeah, I guess that my biggest question when it comes to, you know, attracting lead generation rather than get right, like, you know, there's all these avenues do a live every week, do workshops, do, you know, add a bunch of accounts, post every day, you know, like I said, I've been consistent, I post every day, people respond to my content, you know, this is great, this is inspiring, They like I said, the cold plunge stuff, like there's, those get like tons of views and all this stuff. But it's not leading to phone calls. Like if there was, if right. there would be an area to focus to actually get people that are like that are excited to work with me, is there like an area to do in like? Because now I'm like starting to get towards workshops. Like I haven't been doing workshops, so like I feel like workshops are an area to really pull them into a further interest. Um, is that kind of like the way You're to still go? Still in getting. Dude, I can feel it in your your like your frequency is <laughs> about getting. It's all about getting. <laughs> no matter what you do, if you're all about getting, it doesn't matter. Not, you know, you can do whatever you want. If it comes from the frequency of getting, you're fucked. Yeah. Now, it's not that it won't work. Okay. It will work. It will be exhausting. It will take forever. It will be expensive. Like, it's like cold calling. You got to call like 200 people to get, you know, three people to talk to you to get one deal closed or whatever the math is on those things. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's dumb. Right. It's, it'll work. It won't be efficient. Yeah. So if you want to do a workshop, do it because you fucking love this workshop. Yeah. Do a presentation because fuck, this is the coolest stuff. I love talking about this. Yeah. Right. I want to give this to you. I want to share this because it just lights me on fire. I, um, I actually repurposed myself. Um, and when I got out of the shame of my behaviors and who I was. And I'll just talk to this very specifically. I was a, I was a straight up man whore. What I learned was that, okay, I seem to be able to connect with women. And if I do this in an, in a responsible way that is truly of in service instead of getting right, how can I give, how can I support, how can I discover and uncover this person and who they really are so they can be more powerful in the world and show up in a way and so I repurposed that ability to connect with women and they became our, our biggest client base for a long time. It was executive women, 30s and 40s that were overwhelmed, burned out and kind of pissed off at their husbands because they'd just been grinding too long, right? And they would connect with me and, and I was like, wow, I found a really responsible way to use this ability to connect and to unlock and to open and to support and do all the things that I didn't know I actually really wanted to do when I was what I would call um, misappropriating myself, mm. right? But I had to get out of the shame of it. I had to get out, oh, I'm a terrible person. I was a terrible man and all the things. Be like, look, you have gifts. You're just misusing them. Yeah. So take a solid inventory of your gifts, right? Figure out what it is you love doing and do those things because the marketing people I hired and fired more marketing people than I, anybody I've ever known. And I did it like every month until I finally found a guy that gets it. Yeah. Like, cause you're not targeting, you're not targeting a demographic. You're targeting a frequency. You're targeting an energy field. 
Yeah. How do you market to an energy field, right? Yeah. So the best way is magnetize it. You magnetize the energy field by being in the field, by creating the field, by doing the things that you love. So whatever is going to work for like the the TikTok videos, the Instagram lives, the whatever, the the webinars, the thing, whatever your thing is will work when you're in the energy of service. Mm. That makes complete sense. And I think a lot, again, I think a lot of my decision-making came, especially recently came from, all right, I'm working two jobs. I've been working seven days a week. Um, I want to get rid of one of those incomes. So it's like, I kind of put a deadline on it. So now it's like, okay, I got to do all the things. And I think I kind of tuned out of what do I just love to do? I think I tuned out of that for at least for the past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in full agreement. Uh, getting back to what do you just love? What do you just love to right. talk and do and get back into that? Right. Get away from what do I need and get into what do I love? Yeah. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. But if you can stay in that kind of frequency, you're, if your experience is anything like mine, people come up to you and just say, like, I, I don't even know why I'm talking to you right now. I just think I have to. Like, mm. they might have seen me, you know, do a 15 minute presentation at a networking meeting or something and just be like, I just have to talk to you. I don't even know why. I'm like, cool, let's go get some coffee. Yeah. Yep. Right. But that's, you know, one of my teachers once said to me, because, um, you know, when I was doing the things like you said, Chris, be the star, not the planet. And I thought that was really interesting. Be the star that is sort of the center of that universe instead of the planet chasing and hustling and going and doing. It's like, but you got to be you. You got to be authentic. Um, I will tell you this much. Most of the coaches that I know and that I've spoken to, um, their clients are typically working on the the, the same things or very similar things that the coach themselves is working on or has worked on. Mm. I could see that. I see that with the client I'm with now. There's so many similarities of like he's struggling yeah. with something. I'm have the same thing going on with other scheduling or waking up at a certain time. So I have seen that already, actually. I, I had a client um a couple of years ago. He was in commercial real estate and he's like, How the hell do you understand this so well? How do you get me so well? How do you do this? And I looked at him, I said, Because I'm you, just four years later. <laughs> like i know exactly where you're at right so in terms of marketing you're going to have a natural connection to the people that are working on the shit that you've been working on to the people that are stuck in the things that you're stuck in right you love performance you love optimization they love performance they love optimization they probably have some imposter syndrome because they're probably first-time business owners first-time c-suite something like that but if you can live that message, right, so that, uh, so that you can be a good messenger, if you're not living the message, you're not a good messenger, but if you can live that message and get out of that imposter syndrome, you can look at these people and be like, I got you. I get it, been there, done that. Um, I'll share one more story with you about the first time, my first, what I would call real client. He was a VP at UBS, this like international, you know, uh, wealth company, right? And he hired me to work with his team, being more effective, more efficient, more productive, all the things, right? Better communication skills and things. And what he didn't know was that he was making more money by the minute 
than I was going to make all month. I was broke. I was homeless. I was living out of my beat ass midsize sedan that was out in the parking lot that had bald tires and a headliner that was jacked up and a broken taillight and windshield wipers that were held on by zip ties. The side view mirror was stuck on with duct tape. I'm like, God, if this guy walks me out to the car, I'm going to kill myself. Right? <laughs> but he hired me. He hired me to work with him and his team. And why? Because I knew I could do it. I knew I was good at this. And I knew where he was that I could work with him and his team and have incredible success. So even though all of that, I pushed through that imposter syndrome right there in that moment in service to him, not just in service to me. Because mm. if I didn't push through my imposter syndrome, there's no way I can serve this guy. Yeah. So that's that's the work that you got to do. Makes sense. Makes sense. Definitely a lot so, of clarity. Right? It's not even give to get. It's give to give, you know, serve them, what know what you're in service to and who that's coming through and um and get out of your own way with the imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I think you need to raise your prices personally. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. That'd be my guess. So all right, ma'am. Thank you so much for your time. If you have any other questions or you need some support, feel free to reach out. Uh, happy to show up for you. And like I said, check in with me when you come to completion with this client. And if he's willing to have a conversation with me, let's do that. I'd love to uh, I'd love to kind of see how it goes. And if I can uh, support your success or mentor you in some way, or even maybe send clients your way, if it's a good fit, happy to do so. Sounds great, Chris. I appreciate everything today. Really gave me some increased clarity and I really appreciate taking the time. My pleasure. All right. See you, Chris. If you want to be on a coaching call with me live on our podcast, go to statusflow.net, fill out the application, let us know what you're working on, what's going on, where you're jammed up, how we can help you. We will disentangle whatever is in your way so you can move forward and get the success that you deserve and that you're looking for. Statusflow.net, that's it. I am Chris M. King. We'll see you next time.